Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to blogtalkradio.com slash Christian Survival Radio. It is the last day of January 2018. Uh, we're doing our first show of 2018 on the last day of January. So we did get it before the month was over. Um, we really want to try to come on every week, man. For the last two months, it's been crazy. Not even going to try to get into it. I'm going to bring Big Mike on right now. I'm going to hit this little red button that says dial. Let's see what happens. I mean, I believe you're going to enjoy the show today. Oh. Well, Big Mike, I told the audience, well, before uh, I called you, that uh, we're doing our first show on the last day of the first month of the new year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's it, man. That's right. Hey, hey, at least we didn't miss the whole month, you know? At least we yeah. got it in before we the month. It. So here's what I'm thinking, man. Um, let's at least try to do one of these a week. Because honestly, I mean, I, I've heard from different people that listen to the show People really do appreciate it. Now, I, I put on our little thing here um, about, you know, that we're sorry that we've been off the air so long because, see, what happens is they don't tell you they're listening, but they're listening. And then you're on for a while. Remember, we were doing about once a week. And then all of a sudden, we just disappeared. And I know from my personal experience listening to radio shows that I like, you're kind of like, man, where'd they go? You know, I really like listening to them. So for whoever does listen to this show, I just want to say that um, I'm sorry that it's been so long that we've been on the air, but we're back today, thank the Lord. And uh, me and Big Mike was talking uh, probably two hours ago. We've talked most of the morning, but my goodness, my goodness, Big Mike. I mean, is is our have we not seen some of the most crazy things ever? Uh, we were talking about that State of the Union address, how fire and mad. The the Democrats are. We were talking about that memo, and then to top it all off, next thing you know, the Amtrak carrying I don't know how many people in Congress hits a dump truck. I, I, I'm telling you, what's going to happen I, next? You no, know? something. I, I'm just telling you, man. That is the most stupidest thing I think I have ever heard. And if it is true, if that's true, then we, as America, we are crazy. Now, you, you take this scenario. Here's a, tr- a train hauling 600, over 200 members of Congress and the House, their family, their kids and friends, 600 of them, 200 representatives of the United States of America. I mean, you think about this now. They're on this train. You're telling me. You're telling me that they're going down the train, uh, down the track on this train, two representatives of our country, and they hit a dump truck at an intersection back 
well in the wilderness, pretty close to, I mean, there's a few houses around, but I'm telling you. And you tell me, you where, where's all the FBI agents? You, you tell me that when that train comes up on an intersection, that there's not FBI agents watching that train go by, and then when they pass the next crossing, there ain't FBI agents right there. And if that dump truck come up on that exit, they would tell them, listen, you can't cross the train track right now. You'll have to find another route. This tr- this uh, train is under heavy security. So you can either sit and wait for the train to pass or find another route because you can't come through here. You're trying to tell me that none of that is going on. They don't have a helicopter watching it. They don't have the the FBI out on every incident. With that many people of the House of Representatives, you tell me, you tell me that that train can get down and hit a trash truck. Think of this. Think of this. You live up here in the mountains, same as I do. How about if I got 30 guys last night, late last night, I lined up 30 guys along that train track with uh, uh, a car, a.k.a. with rounds of ammo on both sides of the track. And the, tra- and the train hit that dump truck, and we just all jump up with our A-car, and we just start blasting everybody. You know how I many senators and how many representatives and family and children to be laying on that train dead? I'm just telling you, if that is the best, if that is the best that we have to cover representatives of this country, we are in bad shape. And honestly, I don't want to believe it, but I kind of do believe it because a guy walks right up to the ball field and says to him, oh, is this where the, the Republicans are playing ball? Yes, sir. Are they out there practicing right now? Oh, yeah, they're out there practicing. Thank you. He's out in his car gets himself a nice little rifle with about 50 or 100 rounds and just starts wiping everybody out. How's this stuff happening? Where's where's our 30,000 FBI agents? I'll tell you where they're at. They're on the computer, hustling women on the computer, cheating women and wives. It's stupid, Stevie. It's stupid to the high heaven. And then... On television, one of the Congress said right on the television, talking on the telephone in one of them cars, well, we're going to be in Greenbrier this whole weekend, and the president and vice president is going to be there. And when he said that, the television went blank for about a minute and a half. He just told that the president and the vice president is going to be down there at the retreat. Unbelievable. 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 Seriously, seriously unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. I'm telling you, this this country, man, better wake up. They're nowhere. They're not even nowhere prepared. Nowhere prepared for for. I'm telling you, listen. They had better coverage of a train when Jesse James was around trying to take a bunch of money. I mean, it was it's, harder it's for Jesse James Mike, to rob a train. 
Fox News is reporting there was a fatality on that crash. Trash guy that was driving the garbage truck got killed. Is that right? Yeah. It, it's just stupid, man. If it is the truth, which it's hard for me, anymore it's not hard to believe them more. I'm just asking you, what is a tr- even if the trash truck is caught on the train, that's nothing unusual. What's unusual? Why isn't there a helicopter ahead of that train? And call back and tell the engineer, hey, they got something going on the track. How come there's not FBI agents at every intersection? I mean, it ain't like you got one person on the train. You got 240 representatives on there and their families and friends. All their kids is on there. And that's the best protection they got to get down to Greenbrier to have a, a retreat. That's the best. You tell me the United States, that's the best security you're going to give all of our representatives to get down there. It, 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 it's seriously, it, it's mind-boggling, man. It really it, is. It's crazy. It's crazy. Because I just look, you know, I'm watching on television where that chain's wrecked. And I'm telling you, i got a brain that just can stretch way out there. And I'm thinking, my God, if I had a bunch of guys laying down that wood, 15 or 20 guys or 30 guys, and we're all loaded with semis, there's going to be a bloodbath on that train. If that's the only protection they got, the thing that's going to stop the train is one trash truck? Jesus, Pete. Yeah, it's it's something. And, you know, it's not hard to find where those congressmen and the, the routes that they take. I mean, common people can find where that train was going to, who was on it. Uh, anyone, any Joe off the street could have looked into that and follow, followed that thing up the tracks if they wanted to. Well, they've been announcing up here for weeks that that's coming. I knew for weeks that Pence was coming down there. I didn't know the president was coming. I knew Pence, uh, Pence was coming. They've been announcing that they're coming to Bur- uh, Greenbrier. I didn't know they was bringing a train or nothing like that, but I'm sure that wasn't hard to find out. And now the buses, they all got their they They had two engines on the train. So they put the other engine and took it in reverse. They dropped the front engine and pulled the took the backup engine, went reverse up to the next town, and they all got over on buses. And the buses are going down the highway. Now you got all the all the cops and the FBI guys and all the bridges, all all the over uh, passes and in beside of them, in behind them. Now you got all the cops. Where was all the cops when the trash truck was on the train? Unreal. That's all I can Unreal. say. I couldn't Unreal. believe it. When I, when I seen it on the news, I just sit there and stared at the TV. I thought, now you got to be kidding me. What in the world? I mean, it was just, here's a train, like you said, with all these important people and just driving up through the woods and hits a trash truck. Yeah, <laughs> I up, don't through, know. up through West Virginia and up through Virginia. Are you you got to be kidding I mean, I'm telling you, I know I'm no one. They don't know me up here for Adam. I'm just a little number on a tax paper. But I'm going to tell you, I'm smart enough to realize that you better take a lot more security with 240 members of Congress and the House sitting on a train and all their families. I am smarter than that. 
you got that going on, Big Mike. And you were telling me last night, bringing me up to speed. I knew, I knew uh, a little bit. I wasn't super acquainted with this memo business, right? So last night you have President Trump giving one of the greatest speeches people are saying it's ever been given at the State of the Union. People are saying it was next level. And in in, in the backdrop, behind all of it, you know know as well as I do, the huge, huge, huge elephant in the room last night was that memo. And what's going on with all these FBI agents and all this cover-up stuff. So, I mean, you was telling me yesterday, can you just kind of rehash that for me, what you do know about all this memo stuff, uh, and uh, what's your take on it? What do you think is going to happen? you think Trump's going to talk about it? I mean, what do you think about the whole deal? Well, here's what happened with the memo deal is. Some man and woman, some FBI agent, like second or third in command, was having an affair with another FBI agent. I wouldn't doubt that's why they didn't cover the train, but that's another deal. But anyhow, they were having this affair, okay? And they've got this secret society that they're meeting. This is all proof. This ain't. This is on right on television. This, I'm not just making something up. Man, they got this secret society, and all that's on these uh, memos that they're texting each other, and the FBI finally, you know, someone told them about what's going on. Anyhow, they get all this information, and they got this, there was a a secret society which was trying to put Trump from winning the election. They didn't want him to win the election. And it was all paid for by the DNC and Hillary Clinton. And I'm telling you, it is so deep of a mess that what's going on with the memo now, man, is the public the public has demand to see them texted. They want to see what's going on. Well, the, uh, Trump fired the head FBI, Conan. He fired him. And then he put another guy in his position, Trump did. Well, when all this memo stuff was going on, I guess down there, you know, it seems to me like what goes on in the department stays in the department. That's what it kind of seems like to me, which is kind of ridiculous. But anyhow, this memo went up to the House, and you could go and read the memo. If you was a congressman, you could go and read the memo, but you had to be silent about what you read because they said there was, like, FBI secrets and high-top security stuff in there, so you had to keep it to yourself. But a bunch of the Congress went up and read it, and they was just, like, in shock. They could not believe what they read in their memos. I mean, it was absolutely a society, almost like the Illuminati's or whatever you want to call them. There was a society, and they met outside of the FBI. They met outside of the FBI. So it's like a little clang of them. And they was trying to get... uh, a way to spy on Trump 
in his campaign because they wanted Hillary Clinton to win the election. And what happened is, is Hillary Clinton paid, paid a bunch of different people off so she could get this, uh, they call it a, a visor, and, and she paid. She literally paid her way down through the ranks with Obama knowing it. He knew about it. He was even talking to her on a server that was unprotected. So they even got him on the memo, on that memo of him talking to Hillary Clinton on an unwatched uh, uh, server, which my my son worked at the FBI. And he told me last night, he said, Dad, there's two, there's two servers in the FBI and high-ranking high security ser- uh, servers I wasn't even allowed to touch. Even though I could fix them and I knew what was wrong with them, you had to be high, I mean, you had to be high up in the ranks to even touch them servers. And he said, if Obama was on unsecured servers, talking about high-ranking uh, secured stuff, he knows better than that. And five different countries, five different countries has tapped into that server and got top security stuff that Obama was talking to Hillary on a server that's unprotected. So between that and that little society that they got together, they're, I mean, they're pretty well got it down that that Trump was absolutely spot on. They know that for a fact. The thing that the American people want to know is who signed that, how do you, what do they call it, uh, a donkey, how do they call that, Rose? That's uh, yeah. Who signed the FISA paper? And they got another name for it too. Who signed that FISA paper? And then took it to a judge and had it approved. And who's the judge that approved it? So they could spy on Trump. You can't just spy on. Someone, I mean, you got to go through a long chain of commands before you get the, uh, the authority to spy on someone. And Hillary Clinton and the Democrat Party put up the money and just paid their way. The guy that just stepped down from the FBI, they give his wife $6 million. She was running for a campaign down in Virginia. She lost the campaign, but they give them $6 million. And I'll tell you why they give him the $6 million. They said it was for a campaign. They give them $6 million for him to turn his head, to turn his eye, and have them papers signed. And I wouldn't doubt it one bit if his name ain't on them papers. Because as soon as they have... As soon as the FBI, the head FBI that Trump put in there, as soon as he went to the House and he read read that visa that they're getting ready to send out that memo, he he went down and told him, "You better 
you better get moving. Because if that there gets to the American public, you're not going to be able to get your retirement. And I don't think they should be able to get a retirement. If you get caught being a crook and doing something against the American people, because why should you get a retirement? Why should you get a retirement from the American people, the taxpayers, when you're a crook? I'm telling That's you, a good Steve, question. I'm telling you, this, honestly, this this business that's going on right now stinks to the high heavens. I'm telling you, it is a mess down there. And if them if them tentacles, like an octopus, and if them tentacles get down, if they really trace them, you are going to be shocked of what's going on down there in D.C. You talk about a corrupt area. It's going to go to Obama. It's going to go to CNN News and NBC. I guarantee you there's people that 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 we don't even probably know that owns pharmaceutical companies, big big money people that pay CNN them not to put that stuff out there. Uh, you know, anything that they think is going to hurt the Democrat Party, they pay them not to cover that news. And that ain't something I'm making up. The American people's finding out the hard way that they've been lied to. Everything that they put on CNN and NBC and ABC, they've been lied to. And everyone just believes the news. I know people that won't even listen to another news channel but CNN, and they've been caught up in this stuff that's going on, and they told me out of their own mouth, I'll never, ever, ever, I'll never, you'll never catch CNN on my house. Never. Yes, and I just flip up there to see what they're doing. I wouldn't trust them people as far as I can throw them. I can't believe that they're that crooked. And, I, and they said, I can't believe that the law allows them to put fake news out there for people. They said, if CNN says there's a storm coming, I don't even know if I'd even start cleaning up and getting ready for it because they lie that much. I'm telling you, Stevie, it's terrible what's going on right now. It's, it is, since uh, Trump went in there, buddy, he has shooken up everything. Well, that's what I was saying today. I mean, since Donald Trump has taken the office, it has not stopped for a second the exposing of scandals and people trying to take him out. And now, today, here we are, not even 24 hours from... The State of the Union address and the train that was carrying most of the people in the Republican Party that was at the address is in a terrible accident. And I'm looking at all this thinking there's there's a there's got to be something going on. I mean, to me, and I and and, and man, first of all, let me say this. The guy that lost his life, we need to pray for his family. That's a tragedy. That's just a tragedy. Yeah. But here's the train going down the tracks, and it hits this big truck. 
and it comes to a screeching halt. And I'm just wondering, is there some symbology here? Is there some symbology here? I mean, who would have ever thought that would happen the day after uh, the, the State of the Union address? I'm just looking at it all and, and thinking uh, everything we're talking about, the memo, Donald Trump, all the things that have gone on behind the scenes, the Illuminati, and I do believe there's a secret society, a shadow government, and all these well, they things. Got it. It's in this memo. If you kept up with it, they literally got it. It's in the memo. It talks about a secret society. It actually says that word, secret society. This ain't something made up now. They used to, you know, say we was nuts about the Illuminati's and and I've had so many people tell me, you really believe there's a secret society? And you, as, as, as much news is out there and stuff, you don't think that wouldn't be exposed. Well, it ain't going to be exposed, exposed if the newspapers are hiding all that stuff from you. And now they're finding out, buddy, that, that what? And they used to say this to me all the time. I've heard this so much. You little Stevie's crazy with them theories. You think all the news channels, you think all the news channels are in cahoots and not putting out the proper news. You believe that? And I'd say, well, yeah, yeah, I think that could happen very well. Yeah, I believe that. You're crazy, you guys. I mean, you guys are really stretching out there, man. You guys are really crazy. Well, ain't it funny? that now they found out that that's exactly what they're doing. And they how long has this been going on? How long have they been hiding? Listen, when they do that kind of stuff, and you know, you know without a shadow of a doubt that they got caught lying, lying on the news channel, you, listen, I'll never believe them. I'm telling you right now, they don't have to worry about me believing them. I mean, before I believe them, it's going to have to be some kind of proof in the pudding because I'll never have no trust in the news media again because I found out that they can be fought. And when this and when this memo goes out, the rest of the country is going to find out too that they've been bought. They're liars. They're telling. They're only telling the American people what they want you to know. Now, I'll throw this at you, too. I don't know if it happened or not, but I'll just pick your brain a little bit. Ain't it funny? Is it not funny that the guy that just stepped down two days ago, stepped in command of the FBI, he got caught on a piece of paper. He got caught that Hillary Clinton gave their family $6 million. $6 million, okay? And ain't it funny that his wife was running for a Congress in Virginia, and that's where the train wrecked in Virginia. And you tell me why a, a train with 240 representatives would come through the state of Virginia and a garbage truck would be on the track. Does that even make any kind of sense to you whatsoever? That, I mean, that does not make any sense. If that's all it takes, if that's all it takes to blow up 240 senators, well, my God, eight or ten people could get down there and wipe that place out easy because I know people, buddy, they got some crazy minds in their heads. 
like I said, Jesse James would have a, a easier a way of robbing that train. At least Jesse James, when he robbed the train, they had people on there with guns. What a mess, man. What a mess. I don't believe it. That's why my mind won't come down to that level. You're not going to – you'll not convince me. Uh, it could be true. Maybe it is. Maybe the dump truck really got stuck on the track. Maybe it always – but you'll have a hard time convincing me of that because I, I, I there's no way you're going to tell me that you're going to move 240 representatives up the train track, up the train track, and no one's, no one's guarding none of the trusses. No one's got none of the intersections. There's no cops. Listen, when we have a funeral in this little town of Grafton, and there ain't but a few thousand people in the whole town, when they have a funeral, they got a cop at every red light. I mean, they got a cop at every red light with the lights going on so the funeral can get to the, the grave site. And you're telling me, 240 representatives and all their family and kids is going down the train track and a garbage truck puts it in the hole. I ain't going to believe it. No way. Don't believe that. It might be the well, truth. Maybe it could happen. And if it did happen, if that is the truth, and that's all there was to it, this country's in terrible shape. And it could be the truth because... Like I said, a guy just walks up and asks of someone, is the Republicans playing ball here? Oh, yeah, 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 they're playing here. Are they out there practicing now? Yeah. yeah they're on the field right now, buddy. And he goes out there and just goes in behind a tree. No one sees him in behind the bushes and starts firing away. Nuts, man. How do you walk on a ball field with a higher-powered rifle? You would have a hard time walking on a higher power. On one of these little kid baseball fields up there in the mountain with a higher power rifle. Yeah, well, you wouldn't get on the field up here with. It stinks to the high heavens. I'm telling you, man. It really. And you tell me that they're going to call the president of the United States. They're going to call him on the phone, and he's going to say, "What you know? Uh, where's everybody? At? Oh, there was a dump truck on the train track, sir." And uh, train run into it, and people's just laying everywhere. But we'll get the dump truck out of the way. Don't you worry about her. Come on. I don't believe that's another. And then, and then one of the representatives right on television talking on his cell phone to Fox News started just telling what all they're going to do. I mean, he just started blabbing his mouth. And he said, yeah, President uh uh, Trump and the vice president, they're both supposed to be there. Oh, that's nice to know. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy, Stevie. I'm just telling you, man. This, uh, if, and I'm just saying if that's it, if that's all it takes, if I was, if I was one of them Congress, I'd quit. I'd say, yeah, really? I, I'd say, hey, you can have that job, man. I mean, as soon as I go off the train, I say, don't worry about me. I got a, a, a safer chance of getting home on my own. As soon as I get back, I'd call them and tell them, hey, you can have that job. I'm done with it. Because now, big point, big point about this, you know, I was talking about symbology. 
But you know, whenever something bad's going on, whenever the country's just in a mess, or whenever your family's in a big division and everyone's fighting and it's just, or whenever you, you get a phone call and they say, hey, uh, we had a bad situation down here and someone yeah. someone did something and there's a big blow up. and what, what do we say? Usually people will say this. They'll say, man, that's a total train wreck down there. That's what they'll say. That's yeah. a total train wreck. You, you've probably said it yourself, you know, yeah. and yeah. we use that as like an idiom, you know, like that's just a big train wreck down there. Well, you know, here our government is in a train wreck. Yeah. Literally. And Literally. if you look, yeah, and if you look at the country, if you watch that, if you watch that State of the Union last night, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Have you ever seen such division? In this nation, it's a ball game. Division. It's a ball. It's a ball game. It's about winning. It's not even about the American people no more. It is not about the American people. Them people are living off of the taxpayers' money. The taxpayers pay their salary, and they're sitting in that in that big hall, and it's nothing but a ball game. That's all it is. They're not thinking about the American people. They're not thinking about the Americans' needs. They're not thinking about none of that stuff. I'm telling you, they're not thinking about nothing to do with the American people. It's a ball game. That's what it is. It's win or lose. If you're for us, when he says something, even if it means something good for the flag, you sit down. And if you get up, we'll make sure that you're not part of our team no more. And the other side does the same way. When he says something good, we all get up and we scream and shout. And that's exactly what goes on in a football game. When we make a touchdown, everyone screams. When they make a touchdown, all of them scream. And that's what it is. It's a big game down there. It's a big game on the American taxpayers' wallet. Well, if you watched that last night, if you watched it last night, I watched every bit of it. This, this country, if you think of all the scandals, and you, you say we got a mess, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. It is a mess. No, we got a, a tremendous – Donald Trump, he literally came into a train wreck. A train wreck. That's what he came into. It was an absolute train wreck. And just to further that point, now there's been a real train wreck, okay? Yeah. So, so that's what he walked into. I mean, if you look at that scene, at that train wreck, there's trash everywhere. I mean, yeah. it is all over the place, right? What's yeah. going on right now? What's going on right now in this country? Stuff is coming out. All the dirty stuff. All the, all the stuff that, that, that's been tucked under and, and all the, the all the corruption, all the filth, all the filth. It's all being exposed in broad daylight. I just think when you look at that train wreck, man, it it, it to me, it's really something. I mean it it, it, it I know it, someone could just say, oh it was just a dump truck, it was just a coincidence. But I'm thinking, man, if that's not a picture, you know, if that's not a picture Right now, everything that's being exposed, Big Mike, for a year, it's been one thing after another thing after another thing. 
and it's just not going away. All the dirt, all the corruption is coming out into the light. Right yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. I mean, me personally, being a Christian, I, I, I'm just telling you, I believe that the Lord's just cleaning up house, man. It even says about in the last day, with a lot of people, they think we're crazy about that, too. They look at us like we got three heads. But at least the Bible's true. They've even tried. They've tried everything under their power to make that Bible not true. They've tried to burn it at the stake. They've done everything to prove that thing wrong, and it's never been proved wrong. If they could prove that Bible wrong, it'd already be in the trash bin. So at least I got something true to believe. And according to that book right there, in the last days, everything that's in the darkness will come to light. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'll be 61 years old on my birthday, and I ain't never seen nothing like this this day and age. It is crazy what's going on. And really, I mean, and someone would say, well, what do you think? What do you think about all this stuff? I'll tell you what I really believe. This is me. This is what I believe from my readings and my studying of the Word of God and other books that I've been into. I'm going to tell you what I believe it is. I believe it's a shakeup for the church. I believe the Lord is trying to wake the sleeping church. The church has been asleep for so long because they've been wrapped up in this old world. They have been wrapped up in this world, and they're wrapped up right now, and they're tied up in this world. And I believe the Lord's trying to tell them, you better get the world out of you and separate yourself, become a separate people, and wake up and look around because I believe Christ is about to come. Now, I know a lot of people don't believe that, and I really don't care what they believe. I believe the Word of God, and according to the Word of God, that there's a great catching away for the church, and I believe it. I know a lot of people think they're going to go through the tribulation, get their heads cut off and their fingers cut off. They better hope to God that there is a great catching away because they can't go to church right now and sit in church in an air-conditioned building with the fans blown over their head. How are they going to stand up for Jesus Christ with someone sitting there with a gun to your kid's head going to blow your kid's head off? You better hope to God that there is a great getting up morning where we escape. Now, I know a lot of people, they don't believe that, but I'm just saying I believe, that's what I believe that we're seeing. I think we're in the last days, and I think the Lord is op- trying to open up the eyes of the church to get their garments pressed and get the stains off your garment and get ready for the bridegroom. I think that's what the Lord, that's what he's trying to do. But the church is so wrapped up in the world, they don't even see what's going on around them. I guarantee you half of them, if you talk about that train wreck, they don't even know about it. If you say, hey, you know there was a train wreck and 240 of the Congresses and the House and the Senate was all on there? Oh, no, I didn't know nothing about that. I was up at the mall during that time. I didn't know, what, I didn't know nothing about that. They don't yep. know about no memo. They don't know about nothing because they're all they're wrapped up in this world, Stevie. The church. I'm talking about the church. They're at the malls. They're swimming, fishing, hiking, hunting, buying, and selling. And Jesus said that's the way that crowd was. He said, when I come back, it'll be like the days of Noah. And the days of Noah, they were a party bunch. 
The Bible says that they was drinking and eating and marrying. There was a party group partying when Christ sent the flood. They was warned for 120 years that a flood was coming, and they just wouldn't listen to it. They wouldn't listen. But when the pitter patterns start dropping on the roof and the water started hitting them, they run for the ark, but according to the word of God, it was too late. God done shut the door. And according to that word that we read, it's going to be just like the days of Noah. And that's what we got. America and the world is a big party place. That's all they talk about. You know people work every day looking for Friday. Every day that's all they think about, partying on Friday. They're going to get caught. I mean, they're going to get caught. Well, I'll tell you what, man. This train wreck to me is just, uh, it's very telling. All, I'm, all this stuff. It's very, very telling. I just see I just see some kind of a symbology to it. I, I can't explain it, you know, but um very very moon? How about this moon that's going on tonight? Never had one for hundred and fifty years. Ain't it something that the moon is shining like that tonight and Israel just become a uh uh America just recognized their capital? Jerusalem yeah. Jerusalem is the capital. All that stuff going on, ain't it something about all of a sudden now this moon's going to show up, and it ain't been like that for 150 years. Since 1866. Yeah. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of stuff going on. Not just, we're just having to talk about the train wreck today and about this memo that's coming out down D.C. We're just showing how uh, the White House is corrupt. It's so corrupt. It's just a big football game. And they don't care about the merit. They don't care about your taxes. They could care less. It's a big football game, win or lose. You you draw a line in the sand. Are you a Republican or are you a Democrat? You make your mind up. And we're not for the people. We don't care. If it is good for the people, you vote against it till we get in there, and then we'll do it. It's a big football game. Anyone can see that, but we're not just talking. That's just one thing that's going on. There's so much stuff going on with the moon in the sky and on the planet and the earthquakes and, and the wind and the storms. Stevie, there's so much stuff going on right now. You can't even keep record of it. It's happening too fast. It really that's- is. It's is this happening way too fast? Well, on another side of everything else, you mentioned the blood moon, and, and you've mentioned a lot of really good things about the times we're living in and the things that's happening right now. Uh, what about how over the last six months, Hollywood has just been ripped apart. Look at all the stuff that's come out. Look at all this stuff that's been going on. Oh, my God. I mean, everywhere you look, everywhere you look, things have just seen. Look at that guy. Look at that guy that was training them. uh, uh, What was it? They was training them girls for the Olympics, what they call it, gymnastics. Did, have you watched any of that? 
Uh, I've, I've heard about that. I mean, I heard enough to know what you're talking about. I mean, this guy was molesting them girls. Even the one girl that's got a gold medal, she was 14 years old when she got the gold medal. She couldn't take it no more. She's like 19 or 20 years old right now. She couldn't take it no more. And she just finally come out and told what was going on. And when she did, all these girls started just coming out and saying, he did it to me too, he did it to me too. I mean, that guy just got, that that judge told him, you're never, ever, ever going to step outside of that prison ever again. The rest of your life, you're going to be in prison. You're never, ever going to see the day of light again outside of that prison. I mean, she gave him, I, I, I mean, it's like a 150-year sentence he got. I mean, he's never, ever leaving there again. But ain't it something that that was all his clean back when that girl was 14 years old? That, that woman, or that young lady now, she said that that guy would molest her right in front of her own parents and would rub all over and do all kinds of stuff to her while the parents, but the parents wanted her in gymnastics so bad that they looked over top of it. And the guy rubbed on, she said that he would actually even turn, why adults was in the room, that this guy was so perverted that he would actually turn himself and do stuff to himself while adults was in the room pointing at them girls. Jeez. I'm telling you, that stuff come to life. And here's what I thought about all that stuff. Yeah, that is terrible. That's absolutely terrible. And he deserves, as far as I'm concerned, I wouldn't care if they dragged him out in the street and shot him in his head. Why should the taxpayers have to pay for it? Just tell them, if you don't know Jesus, you got 15 minutes to find him because you're going to meet him. That's what they ought to do to him. But here's the thing, though, that's just my thing. But here's, uh, here's the point that gets me about that. All that stuff is going on, and everyone's like, it's so terrible, it's terrible, and it is terrible. But who's to blame for that? They got pornography. All you, if you've got a computer, all you got to do is type anything to sex, any little word at all, and some of the most filthiest, filthiest stuff can come up on the screen, and you can sit there and watch that stuff day and night. And then you want to know why... All this perversion's going on. You want to know why all these senators is doing all this stuff, and everyone, oh, this is terrible. Oh, this is just terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Why do you think it's happening? It's like saying it's terrible, everyone. You're paying for the, the beer truck to come to the house. I've thought, thought, thought about that, too how even with this Hollywood stuff and all these women in Hollywood and everything that's been going on, but our country has been promoting perversion for 50 years now, 30 years, just pumping more perversion, pumping more perversion. I mean, like, what did people think was going to be the result of it? Yeah, what do you think? If you bring a beer truck to the people's house, and then you're going to sit around and say, it's terrible, you're all drunk. That's about how much sense that makes. That's about how much sense that makes. Well, I can't believe it. There's people laying all over the yard drunk. 
Well, what do you think was going to happen to him? You didn't hear none of that at the speech last night. You didn't hear Donald Trump standing up there and talking about all this perversion that goes on in this country, and we need to put a stop to this sect on this Google and stuff that you can just type in a couple words and see some of the filthy stuff. They ain't none of that stuff being brought. But they're going to say, oh, my God, I can't believe what that guy did to them poor, innocent girls. That there, honestly, that makes me about as sick as what he did. It's unbelievable. That's what you're saying about, oh, this dope in the country, and we need to stop this. Uh, 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 opioids and all this. We need to stop all this stuff. And so the president said, well, we need to get a wall down through there, a big wall, so these people can't get in there as easy. Oh, we're not putting up no wall, buddy. We're not going to put up no wall. But we'll send, we'll send six trillion, we'll send six trillion dollars over to, uh, uh, or wherever that place is called over where the Taliban is where uh, our great president is supposed to be so great, great uh, Mr. Obama himself, he'll send $6 trillion over there for them to make bombs to try to kill us. But let's don't dare put up a wall. My goodness, we don't want to put up a wall. You know why they don't want the drug stop? If, they, if this country wanted the drug stop, believe you me, it would stop. It would stop. I mean, they could put a hold on it immediately if they wanted to. You, you know, you read the book about the, and, and I'm right here in, in West Virginia, right where the moonshine was made. But you seen put a hold on the booze, didn't you, when the FBI wanted that stopped? I mean, if you had a skilt, buddy, they found you, and they put handcuffs on you, and once the word got out that you're going to prison for 80 or 90 years, you know what? They quit making booze. They could stop it. I'm just telling you, they could stop that if they want to. I'll tell you why they don't want the drugs stop coming across the border. It's because behind the scenes, and me and you have talked about this so many times, people that you don't even know. I'm talking about people from Hollywood and people you ain't never heard of that own pharmaceutical companies, and they got they make millions off of that wall not being up there. And Nancy Pelosi, she's dead set not putting that wall up there. I wonder who's pulling her chain. I wonder how much money she's making, because I think she's worth like $80 million. They said her house out in California looks like a castle. I wonder who's pulling her chain, how much money they're giving her to say, oh, we don't want that wall up there. Let's protest the wall. Right. I'm telling you, man, and that's what's going on. And like I said, you're just two old hillbillies up here in the woods just uh, ranting and, and, and letting off steam. But it's the truth. It's the truth what we're saying. If that's all it to stop a train of 240 people is to push a dump truck or a trash truck out of the train in the middle of the train track. If that's all it talk to get the 240 senators, we're in trouble. Because I huh. guarantee you, I know guys right around me 
And I'm not saying they're doing it. They're not even thinking about it. But I'm telling you, man, I got guys around me, buddy, that they know them woods like the back of their hand, and there could have been 30 or 40 guys laying down in the weeds, moved in there real late last night and laid down in the weeds. And when that trash truck, uh, when that train hit that trash truck, they could jump up and wipe everybody. And you could be watching on the news right now that out of 240 senators, there's five living. And all their wives and kids is killed. It's stupid. I don't believe it. That's why I'm saying it. I don't believe it. You're telling me all them FBI agents and all the stuff that we have, and you send all them people down the train track with no one around them. Tell me that you didn't do that. No, I can't see it. No way can I see it. When 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 our uh, governor Joe Manchin comes to like like they have little uh, well the the main uh, a memorial cemetery is right here in Grafton for the state of West Virginia. So every Memorial Day, I mean the jets fly over and it's a big doings here. And the and the judge you know uh, Manchin and all the the mayor and all of them come here because the cemetery's here. And I'm telling you, when he comes here, you better not be out on that road. Because I'm telling you, there's cops there everywhere, on motorcycles, in front of it, in behind it, on the side of it. There are all the red lights there at every exit. You go to turn, there's cops there. You know why? Because the Congress is coming. Joe Manchin's coming back up. And you're telling me they sent 240 representatives on one train and a dump truck just happened to be out in the train track and brought the thing to a halt. Unbelievable. Uh, you talk about a mess. I mean, we got a mess in this country. That's my thought about it. Anyhow, I, I probably ramped on way more than I needed to. Did I lose you? Uh, still in there. No, no, I was saying that's why we're on the air. That's what we're doing, man. We're talking. We're bringing well, out stuff. We're letting people know what's going on, how we feel about it, and people might not agree with us. That's okay. This is uh, real that, talk, straight talk radio, man. Everything that I heard, you I mean, I, I, everything that I ever heard on your program, and your dad on there, all that stuff your dad brought up, I've watched it unfold, click, 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 just like that. I know they might not believe us. It don't matter whether they do or not. I'm telling you, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to find out that the White House is absolutely under siege. And I'm telling you right now, you don't have to. You don't have to take one. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure it out. You're getting ripped off. Your tax dollars are being ripped off down there. It's a mess down there in that White House. And and I really believe that the Lord allowed Donald Trump to go down there and shake that place up because of all the people that I would have ever thought that would do something like that, he would be about the least of them. I mean, you talk about, I mean, Donald Trump, you're talking about the playboy of playboys. I mean, this guy right here, man, he used to believe in abortion and all kinds of stuff. He's got, he had all the women around him. I mean, he's a billionaire. 
But I'm going to tell you, the Lord raised that boy up and sent him down there, and I don't think you could have put a better person in position. He had to have an encounter. He had to have an encounter with the Lord. He had to. There's no other way, I'm telling you. He knocked him down like bowling pins, man. I'm telling you, he went in there, and he has ripped that place to pieces down there. And you know why I believe this? He can't be bought. What are you going to buy him, a new plane? He's already got a jet. We're going to get him a helicopter. He owns one of them, too. How about a limousine? He's got a fleet of them. Well, how about we get him a golf course? He owns them, too. He said when he went to the White House, it was a nice little house. His place down in Florida is bigger than the White House. He said it's a nice little place, his wife said. I'm just telling you, he can't be bought. You, I mean, it's hard to, buddy, he's a rebel. You don't buy him. That's why he can go up there behind that uh, pulpit or whatever they call that. I call it pulpit because of church. I ain't the brightest person on the block. Whatever, he goes up there, and he just tells them what he thinks, and he don't really care whether they like it or not because he ain't got nothing to lose. He don't even take a paycheck. He gives his money to wounded warriors and stuff like that. He don't even take a paycheck. So he can get up there and say whatever he wants. That's why Nancy Pelosi last night was chewing on her teeth. She can't stand him. Well, Nancy Pelosi and that whole bunch, man, they are so out of touch with reality. It's absolutely perplexing to me. After Donald Trump's speech, the Democrats responded with that Joe Kennedy the third, and he got on there and started talking about transvestites. Oh yeah, that whole that whole Kennedy man, you talk about a perverted bunch. I mean trace them back. Just trace the Kennedys back, man. They are they are perverted. They're in the I mean they're bootleggers. I know a lot of people like John F. Kennedy, and and, and they maybe he was a good president, all that, but I'm just telling you, their lifestyle, their perverted, their lifestyle is perverted. Just go in history and look about what they're wrapped up in. They have the whole entire family. Right. But I mean, their head, their their knowledge isn't normal. It's not a normal. That's yeah. I can see him talking about that. I can absolutely see him talking about that. They're not. Well, the sad is, is they actually believe that's what people in our country want to hear. Like, I mean, here's Donald Trump giving a noble, patriotic, and to be real, an absolutely remarkable speech. Absolutely. And the Democrats follow it up on C-SPAN. And Fox News, and they give their response. They bring out Joe Kennedy, and he gives a apologetic, whitewashed down, spineless bunch of pablum about transvestites. Oh, and that part is, it, the Democrats they think that's what America wants to hear. Yeah, they, I mean, they applauded him so much he couldn't even hardly talk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah, got a text here from my 
from my cousin, uh, Bill. He must be listening to us live. But he said Joe Kennedy sounded like he was from another country. What he described is not what I see in this country. <laughs> well, that's what I'm telling you. That's what they want. They're, I know I'm going way out on the limb, but I'm telling you something. They're perverted. It's it's the it's antichrist. It's an antichrist spirit, and it's it's been here all along, and it's really manifested itself through them now. I'm telling you, anything that is against God. And God's word, you can count on them being full. I'm telling you, all you have to do, hey, you don't have to trust them, believe us. Just get on there, Google it. Just look at, just just track their life back and see what they're wrapped up into. That one Kennedy, one of those Kennedys is the lesbian. One of the well, Kennedy, big Mike, we have a special guest joining us now uh, here on the Christian Survival. Straight Talk Radio Show. He just called in. My dad's on the air, so this is a good treat. Um, Yeah, he's joining us now. Dad, I don't know how much of the show you caught, but uh, we're just talking about all kinds of things dealing with uh, Donald Trump, the State of the Union, the train wreck today, and Nancy Pelosi, all the conspiracies, all the stuff being exposed in our country, the super blue blood moon tonight, first time in 150 years. So many things going on, but... Uh, did you watch the State of the Union, or, or what are you thinking about today, Dad? Yeah, I watched that, and I heard you. I heard some of you. I was listening for a while. Um, okay. Yeah, I did hear some of the State of the Union. I thought he done really good. I thought the speech was good. He was, you know, made some good points. And the Democrats, they just, they can't stand him. I mean, they, you know, if if their eyes and their looks could be laser beams, he'd have been melted into a pile of dust on the floor. I mean, they hate him. They just glare at him. Absolutely. But, I mean, he's on the point. He, I think he brought out some really good stuff. I, you know, I heard about the train wreck today. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I heard a garbage truck, I think, run into the train or a train hit the garbage truck or something. And uh, was there some congressmen on that train? Two hundred and forty senators. Two hundred. They were all on there. Two hundred and forty of them on the train, plus their wives and all their kids. Six hundred. Hey, that that don't sound very smart to me to have all them people on one train, huh? That's what, I, that's what I'm saying, Steve. I mean, it ain't even that far from Washington D.C. down there on a train. It's not even that far. You, I mean, there's there can't be that many exits that you go past, and if there is, you tell me because every every little town has a sheriff's department, police department, uh, special agents. You tell me that when they weren't watching the trains, they didn't have the cops there with lights on until the train passed, and then they get on their walkie-talkie or whatever and say. Everything's clear here. It's coming towards the next exit. They wouldn't do that to take 240 Congress and senators down down there, and all their wives and kids. And that and the only the, the only thing that that stopped the train was a trash truck. And I, I was saying, how about if how about if that was a terrorist attack? You know how many people yeah, I mean, you what if that would have been what if, what if that would have been a truck full of eating oil, you know what I mean? Right. If that was loaded with oil, how about, how about yeah. if there were people laying all along that bank with 
semi-automatics as soon as the 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 engine stopped, just jump up there and start wiping everybody out. Because why not? There ain't nobody around. Yeah. Did they take everybody off the train? They had an engine on the back of the train, and they backed the train up to the next town, and they had about 20 buses there, and they moved them on buses. Wow. It's, uh, I'm just telling you, if that's all it takes, if that's all it takes, to get the 240 senators or House of Representatives of Congress, if that's all it takes to have excess to 600 of them, their family and kids, we are in trouble in this nation. Well, that's the problem we have over here. We're free in our country to move about, and we have freedom, and people exercise that freedom every day, you know, and... Those guys Where's were on the there 30, that train. Where's the 30,000, 30,000 FBI agents that the American people's taxes pay their salary every week? Where's the 30,000? That ain't got all the cops and the sheriffs and, and all that stuff that goes on. We got 30,000 FBI agents. Secret service and everything. Yeah, you're right. That's right. It's true. And the taxpayer pays that. Where's that? Where are they all at on the internet, talking to their lovers? Yeah, yeah, it makes you wonder. It. I, I don't believe it, man. It's no way. But like I told Stevie, if that is true, that's terrible. Because I'm telling you, man, you could have had a load of guys laying down in the brush. Because you live up in the mountains too, man. You could have thirty or forty guys laying in that brush along that railroad track, just loaded. I, I told uh, Stevie, Jesse James had a harder time of stopping a train. Yeah. I mean, that is crazy. But when you think about it, that guy walked on that ball field, and they said that the guy walked up. This is exact word. He walked up and said, is the Republicans and the Democrats play ball here? And they said, yes, they do. The game's tonight. And they said, he said, is the Republicans on the field practicing now? And the guy said, yeah, they're out there practicing now. And the guy went over, got in his gun. You start just asking questions like that. He went over and got yeah. his gun and went around in the, in the hedges and just started shooting all of them. Well, that's what I'm saying. We, we live free over here, and we live unsuspecting. So, you know, nobody's expecting that somebody's going to pull a rifle out and start shooting people at a baseball game. But that can happen anywhere over here. That can happen at a football game, a professional. And I'm surprised it hasn't happened already, honestly. Well, I, I can game, understand us. Game. I can understand me and you or little Stevie. We're nothing. And, I mean, we're just peons in this big world. But how do you get 240 representatives? How about if they all got killed? What are we going to do with the nation? If 240 yeah. people and all their families, let's say the, the the worst of that happened, and they did jump up there and just took machine guns and started wiping them all out, what are they going to do with the nation? 240 missing at one time? You would time? think there would have been, uh, you would have thought there would have been Secret Service on that train with them. You would have My goodness, you would have thought that every exit, man, every exit, every time that train would have passed an intersection, that there would have been cops. So you thought there would have been helicopters in the air. 
you'd have thought there would have been maybe another train with just just the engine riding uh, in front of them, telling them, talking back and forth, keep coming, the exit's clear, come on, you know, checking out the train. You mean you sent 240 people out to a retreat and a garbage truck stopped them? Well, the garbage truck must have pulled onto the tracks in front of the train. I mean, it's the only thing I know. It's what I heard happen, and it must have stopped on the tracks. Yeah, it did. I mean, that's, I mean, I watched the whole thing, the train. But here's another thing I was telling little Stevie. This is just unbelievable. They had one of the senators on there talking on his telephone, and he started just blabbing off. I don't know if he was out of his head or what he was got knocked in the head. He started blabbing about everything that's going on down in Greenbrier, and then he started talking on there. Well, the the vice president and the president supposed to meet us down there, and when they did, television went, went black for about three or four seconds. Well, yeah, they didn't want him talking no more. Somebody probably well, no, him Well, the president and the vice president, they're both going to be in Greenbrier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here's a, take another whack at him. Yeah, they're supposed to be there right over there. They should be landing about any time. In case of anybody down there with a higher power rifle and you want to take them out, that would be time to get them. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just unreal. Oh, it's something. It is. It's, it's unreal. Unreal, man. And, and this, it memo, is. this memo, this uh, they're trying to stop it so bad, this memo. Because I'm going to tell you, when this memo comes out, that one guy said on there that it's got all kinds of stuff about Hillary Clinton, and it is really going to show how dirty they were and and, and the money and how they paid people off. They said it, it is loaded with stuff. I don't know if uh, Trump's going to take some of that stuff out or not. There, Even the FBI is telling him that he shouldn't release it. I don't know if he will or not. He, he should not, should not release it. We should not release it. But I think the American people have the rights. We pay the bill. I think the American people have the rights to see just how low down it is down there. And and then the American people need to demand that they clean that place up down there. Yeah, it definitely needs cleaned up. There's no doubt about that. I mean, and then that guy, the guy that stepped down second in command down there, his boss told him, which Trump put him in there because, Trump fired, what's his name, Coney. He puts the next guy in. Trump put him in there, too. And he goes up there Brody. and looks Yeah, he, he goes up there and looks at the papers of what, what they're getting ready to put out. And he came down and told that guy, you better get out of here because if they put that out to the American people, you're going to lose your retirement, buddy. So what what he's saying is he's going he's gonna to retire and the taxpayers – are going to pay his retirement for being a crook. I think if you get caught being a crook or crookeding the American people, you ought to just thank your lucky stars if you ain't in prison. Let alone get a retirement. Yeah, really. It's just crazy. Why should the Why should the American taxpayer pay for a, a crook? And I mean, he got caught too. I mean, he is literally caught. They said that in that memo that you'll be able to see that he literally got caught and was paid off. And what they want to know is 
they want to know that guy's name is on that uh, FISA. If he, if he, if his name's on that, and they want to know what judge signed that FISA so they could spy. Because you can't just walk in and start spying on somebody. They even now you got to have a warrant. You got to have a warrant. So some judge has to sign that. And did that guy sign that? Sign a fake, uh, a fake uh, father. And Hill, they know Hillary Clinton absolutely. And the DNC paid for it. They know that. They know for a fact that President Obama was talking to Hillary Clinton on an unprotected server. And they knew for a fact that five different countries tapped in on that server and got high, high-ranking official memos. And the president himself was talking on Hillary Clinton's unprotected server. Unreal. And that's a federal offense. I don't think he ought to get his paycheck either, his retirement. If he got caught, and they know that for a fact, that he was actually talking high security on an unsecured server, he ought to get his pay either. Just like Trump Trump said last night, any country that's our enemy, we ain't send them no more money. If you're not our friend and you're not part of us, well, we're not sending you no money. I mean, how many millions? He said that we send out millions and billions, probably the billions of dollars to countries that hate us. It's just a total mess down there, man. It is a mess. And I, yeah, I'm I just telling you, I'm, I, I'm nobody, but I'm smart enough to know how to get 240 people down a train track without getting smashed by a garbage truck. Yeah, really. I was down there, I said, we're going to have all the exits checked, and we're going to get a helicopter up in the air, and I could tell you all kinds of ways that would probably do a lot better than them. They just sent the train, everybody on the train now, sent them down and got smashed by a garbage truck. And the train got knocked, the, the, uh, the engine... All three of his axles went off the track, so they were stuck. If you had a, pe- a bunch of people along that bank, a bunch of terrorists, and you want to get rid of the government, right there was a good way to get rid of a pile of them. It's yeah, something crazy. like that was planned out. Yeah, well, I'm gonna tell you, the way they're operating, it wouldn't take much to get to probably get to the president the way they do. And you know yourself, when Obama was there, someone jumped over the fence and ran across the across the yard, went in the house, went all through his house. He just happened not to be home, the White House. And finally, uh, some girl tackled him in the dining room, coming through the dining room, and they got him. But they said if his daughters or them would have been home, they'd been dead. So you can see, it's just like you said. I mean, honestly, and we got all this. All these people that we're paying, the the government, the American people's paying for all these people. Where is all these people doing this stuff? Where, who, where, where is everybody? The train, 
you've got 240 representatives on the train. Where's all the people at? You'd have thought they'd have took them on buses, wouldn't you? Well, they went on buses a couple different times. Well, but, yeah. But see, they that, went on train right. too. They went on the train three or four different times. That one woman said that this is, I think, her third or fourth time with her kill. Has that been, has that been on the news all day? Yeah. Yep. I'll have to watch the news when I get home tonight. And I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't doubt it. One reason why it's on the news so no one's talking about what Trump talked about up there. I wouldn't doubt it. I would, I'm just telling you, man. I don't believe. I don't believe the news no more. They they got caught. I mean, they literally got caught. Not, oh, it's not just like Trump said. It's it's fake news. Yeah. So you can't believe you can't believe the news because they lie too. They get on I don't even believe half. I don't. I don't even believe half of what Fox News puts out anymore. No, huh? No, no, sir. I only. I do believe a little bit more of what they say than the others, yeah. but I don't believe everything they say anymore. I'm telling you, man. And 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 Trump boy, he has opened up a can of worms. I mean, can you imagine? We're watching the news, and hey, how many times have we said it on on this program? Just all those guys shooting the bull. How many times have we even said about the news? The news ain't nothing but a big bunch of fake. You know, people. I, I've had people come to me and say, "Dad, you and Stevie really believe that stuff? You believe that all that stuff's going on? Don't you think, Dad, if all this stuff is going on, I've had my own kids say it. Don't you think that the news, as much as the news is out there, they would report this stuff?" And I'm like, no, if they didn't want you to know it. Oh, I guess now you're going to say all the newspaper companies are in cahoots. Well, ain't it funny? They are all in cahoots, and it's a proven fact. They've been lying to the American public for a long time. Yeah, the wool has been pulled over the eyes. And I think the Lord, I told old Stevie, I think the Lord's trying to wake up his people and get them out of a sleeper and a slumber. And if Obama, away. if Hillary Clinton would have got elected, this country would be on her back right now. She'd be done. She'd be done. She would be done. I'm telling you something, this man. I believe be with all my heart that the Lord give us a chance to get our loved ones in the ark of safety. I believe it with every bit of strength in me that the Lord heard the cries of people. And tell them the oh, Lord, I believe that. That my loved ones ain't in the ark of safety. Just a little bit. Give us a little more time, Lord Jesus. I believe that. I believe the real children of God was crying out, God, don't come back, man. My loved ones is out of the ark of safety. And yep. he, he allowed it. Because when he gets out of office, you can see. I mean, just like little Stevie was talking about that Kennedy boy. As soon as they get over, that's all he talked about, homosexuality and transsexual and all that stuff. That's what's in their heads. And the, and and they stood there and they handcuffed him so much he couldn't even hardly talk. I tell you what, man. Yep. That, uh, that boy that was in the State of the Union last night, the North Korean defector that ended up in America and he held up the crutches. You remember seeing him? Yeah, yeah I remember that. I tell you, I didn't realize. I mean, I've heard about it a little bit, but I didn't realize how much of a tyrant and how 
uh, terroristic and torturesome that North Korea is. I mean, that place must be absolutely just a terrible, terrible place to be. I mean, I've listened to his story, and I thought, you know, there's a whole nation of people that are so oppressed and beat down. I mean, what do you think's going to happen? I mean, that's terrible that people have to live like that. I mean, do you think that we're going to go over there and try to liberate them people? I mean, because, you know, that's just one story. But when you get looking into it, there's how that government, I mean, they starved their own people to death. That's just terrible, man. They say if if you go to a church and, and someone ain't got a gun in your face or you don't have to go underground, if you go to a church and no one's, uh, torturing you, or persecuting you, or having a gun over, over top of you—you're only five percent of the world. The rest of the other ninety-five percent—that's what they do. They, the rest of the countries, tortures people for for being a Christian. If you go to church and you can sit on a seat and lift your hands up and worship God without someone coming in there and spraying bullets all through the place, you're only 5% of this world. Google it. I know that, that story, you know, that boy's father got tortured to death. Yes. Sir. I mean, here's a boy that was starving to death and got on the railroad tracks just to get some food. I mean, and his brothers and sisters stunted their growth because they had to eat dirt. I mean, you know, when I think about the way this world is, some places in this world are just so uh, poor and impoverished and persecuted, man. Uh, It just really puts things in perspective. That that boy's story was just, it was sobering to think that that, and it's still going on. North Korea, it's, it's the same way over there. I they hope don't we can go over and do something. They, they don't even talk about this on news, but we have 30 spies. We have 30 spies over in China. And because of that server that Obama and Hillary Clinton was talking on, they found they know definitely 10 spies that Red China find, found 10 of our spies. They haven't heard from the other 20. They don't know if they're underground or where they're at. But they know for a fact they got 10 of them. And you know what Red China did? They took them right down in the middle, right in the middle of the city, right into that red square or whatever that's called. They took them right down there and executed them right in front of all the people and told America, that's and you send any more, we find any more. That's what we do with them. If, if you get caught spying over here, they put you in a, a jail cell with air conditioning and a color television and a telephone, and they got the pizza man coming whenever you need a pizza. That's what we do. Over there, they took them in there and just completely raped, executed them right in front of everybody. Well, in America, we're so blessed. And, and, and it's okay to be blessed. It's okay to be blessed. But when you hear stories like that, man, it really just makes you think about, wow, you know, it just it's just sad. It's just sad. 
I tell you, till till Jesus comes back, I, I don't think this world's going to get straightened out totally. I, I mean, there's so much corruption and just so much evil and wickedness. And I think it, you know, that's one of the signs that we're so close to his return, you know? We're beyond blessed, man. We're spoiled. There's, difference, there's a difference in being blessed and spoiled. And that's where we are. We're in the spoiled stages. And when you're spoiled, you don't even care. It's like someone that just keeps buying your clothes for you, and you ain't got to work to, to earn them, or you don't have to do nothing to earn them. They just keep buying and buying and buying. You don't care if it's a $70 shirt, and you rip it out there in the trash. They'll get me another one. When That's, a, that's spoiled. Or you sit at the table and you sit there and watch your mother cook and you wouldn't even stand up to help her set the table or nothing. Then when you get done eating, instead of saying, hey, Mom, can I help clean up, you just jump up and take off outside. That's beyond. That's beyond blessed. That's ignorant. That's the stage that we're at in America right now. We've almost went up to being ignorant. You know? Yeah. We per- we that's per- right on, man. That's right on. It's the truth. We go to church and just jump up and belch in God's face like I'll catch you later. I'll see you next week if I got time for you. It's just like sitting at the table and then belching in your mother's face and running out the door and leather stuck with all the dishes and all the cleanup. And we do the same thing with God. We go to church, uh, feed me, bless me if you can, and hurry on about because I got an engagement at 12 o'clock. And so if you're going to bless me, you better get moving because I'm out of here and jump up and belch in his face and then run out and get in your car and leave. That's how this country can run. They're a bunch of spoiled brats. But I'm telling you something. I think the whip's going to come down on them because that's what they need. That's honestly, that's what this country needs. I hate to say it, man, but they... They went beyond spoilt, man. They're just right down ignorant anymore. Just like you said, that guy got into that Kennedy. I mean, there's there's the president, man, saying about honor your flag and honor your anthem, and and he got there and honored all them people that them soldiers and that guy with the crutches, and they wouldn't even stand up and clap because it wasn't their team. It wasn't their team that said it. The opposite team said that. So we're not going to clap it or nothing like that. So when they ran out and got in their little building, they talk about uh, uh, what you say uh, we calling people uh, not homosexuals. What would you say you were talking about? Them uh, transgenders. Yeah, transgenders. And they're standing out there clapping so hard their hands probably felt like it was red. Yeah. Yeah. it's, it's Stevie. It's the world's a mess, buddy. It is absolutely a mess. Well, I can see it. That's what I'm like saying. Said, the evil's just increasing. It's just increasing at yeah. breakneck speed, and that's how yeah. you can tell we're getting to the end of the age. Because it, it, you got to ask yourself, how much longer is God going to let all these things go on? And I just think right now everything's pushed to the limit. Everywhere yes, you look, things are pushed to the limit. Yes, and sir. now Israel's celebrating 70 years. We have the super blue blood moon, an extremely rare, rare occurrence. Yes, well, I heard to, have a second, to have a second super moon in a month and a lunar eclipse. 
and all these things that we're seeing. Uh, I think that there's really something to the verse in the Bible in Thessalonians that talks about the last trump and the fact all these things are happening right now with Donald Trump. Donald yeah, Trump, our president, since Donald Trump became our president, look at what's happened with the nation of Israel. Look at what's happened in our homeland. Look at what's happened in outer space. And on and on it goes. And the Bible talks about that at the last Trump. Now, I'm not saying that that scripture's talking about Donald Trump, but isn't it something that the president of the United States of America, in a, in a moment in time where we all can feel something prophetic and apocalyptic taking place in the world, the name Trump now is all over the globe. And the Bible says at the last Trump. So I think it's just a parallel. I'm not saying that that scripture, that word Trump, is talking about Donald Trump, but I just think maybe it's God's way of just subtly Throwing that out there, if eyes can see and if ears can hear. Perhaps, perhaps. You there? Yeah, yep. Okay. But anyway, that, that's what I was thinking. That this this fact that Donald Trump, that name, is just just everywhere, and we've been talking about the last Trump in the church forever, I think it's just maybe God's way of winking at the earth saying it's getting close, you know. I, I'm going to go as far as to say this, Big Mike. There's something in my heart, and you know I believe in the 7,000-year plan of of God. I, I'm not going to get into all that now, but a day yeah. is a 1,000 years, is a 1,000 years is a day, and I believe in that plan. But I think it's possible that Donald Trump is the last Trump, the last president of the United States of America before Jesus returns. I believe that's very, very possible, that that's the significance of his name, that he will be the last Trump or the last president of this nation before Jesus comes back. That's how close we could be to the end. Now, uh, there's a prophecy that went forth back in 2007, I think, by Kim Clement. I, I had the video of it up on our social media stuff where he prophesied that this president, I think, would get two terms. Mm-hmm. Two terms. He talked about God sh- confusing or shocking the American people with the president. And that's what happened. Trump has shocked. I mean absolutely electrified, shocked. This country and the world. Oh, you better believe it. Buddy. I don't know if that means he'll get two terms, which makes sense to me that he would be president to 2024. But I think he could be the last president of the United States before the, rest before the, the end. I think it's very, very, very much a strong possibility. Yeah. That's how close we are. 
Well, cause stuff's happening so rapid, man. I mean, everything is just so rapid, so just. I mean, you, you can't even keep up with all the stuff that's going on now. I mean, it's hard to even keep up with the stuff. It just happened, and it could very, 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 very well be. Uh, I don't know how much. I mean, I'm like you. I just don't know how how much the Lord will allow to go on. I mean. Uh, and then, I mean, there's so much stuff we're not even talking about, like with the chip, with the chip coming on and all that stuff. And, I mean, the Bible talks about every man will have a number and, and uh, he won't be able to buy, sell, or trade without that number. All that stuff's coming on. And according to the way I read, honestly, the way I read, I don't think the church is going to be here to see that stuff. I mean, it could be. I know there's plenty of people out there. That you know they read the word of God, they they think we're going to be here through it all, and that's fine. They, they, but the way I read it, I, I don't think the church is going to see that, and that stuff coming on the scene like a speeding bullet, man. I mean, it's coming. They already got all the stuff. Uh, I, like Pastor Mike said uh, a couple of weeks ago, down the church down there, everything is here. Everything is here. All they're doing is connecting the dots. I mean, it's here that he. Verified chip is here. Everything is here. I just seen here, and I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, I just seen where Amazon is opening up their first store. They just opened up their first store, and you go in the store, and you use your telephone, and you there's no cashiers. There's no one. You just go in the store. You buy whatever you want, and you walk out of the store. And it knows if you stole something or if you took something. And it charges everything. And you know what that is. That All that is is a test for the chip. And you just go in the store, no cash registers, no nothing. You just go in, whatever you want to get. You put your phone up there, you scrape it across there, and out the door you go. And they're going to open them up all over the country. They're going to open them up all over the country. I even heard Donald Trump said that he can't believe that the, the Postal Service is going to sell their rights out to Amazon that cheap. So evidently, Amazon must be going to buy out the UPS or something because Amazon right now, I mean, if you buy something off them, they guarantee you next day delivery. So now they're opening up stores where you don't even, you know, there's no cashiers or nothing. You just go in, buy your stuff, and leave. So you can see the system is coming faster and faster. It is coming like a speed bolt. So I and me, I'm just telling you, I I, I mean, if we might if we might, well then I'll have to say I was wrong. But I don't believe the church is going to be here to see the mark of the beast. I don't. Well, well you, you know, you 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 know, our cell phones. Uh, it's went from three G speed. Well, obviously you start one two, then three G, four G, and now Donald Trump has uh, proposed that we all go to. 5G, uh, you know, his team has an idea to nationalize a 5G network. Um, that's that's the next generation. 5G is the fifth generation of uh, cell phone technology, uh, wireless technology is a better way to put it. Now, that 5G technology, there's a lot to that, man. And one of the things that this 5G is going to allow you to do. Uh, first of all, when you look at your cell phone, 
when you look at any any device that might have like a retina display, your computer screens, cameras, all these things. That device, and what they could put these in the the, the cameras at Walmart. Uh, they could put them and anywhere, anywhere. Okay, that that technology will be so sophisticated that it will read your face. That will all it will read your face, and when you pick up your phone and look at it, your phone will be able to tell what kind of mood you're in because mm-hmm. this technology. This technology is going to allow your phone to immediately pick up your body temperature, yeah. your heart, your heart rate. It's going to be able to pick up certain levels in your sweat, blood. This technology is so advanced that when you look at your phone, it will trace your face, the movements in your cheeks, facial structures. It'll know when you're happy, sad, smiling, all your tendencies. You won't even have to touch your phone anymore. Your phone will all, almost be able to read your mind. That's where this is going. And based on how quick you pick your phone up, your phone memorizes every pattern, every movement, and it develops a way of knowing what you're picking it up for. Because if you're mad, you grab your phone a certain way, and your blood pressure is a certain way. This technology will know all of that, all of that. Now, that's just that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's just the tip, tip, tip of the iceberg. But it's going to get itself into this. In Walmart, the cameras are going to switch to 5G technology, wireless, Wi-Fi, the whole nine yards, and you'll be able to, with your cell phone, when you walk into that store, that Walmart camera will communicate with your cell phone immediately, Big Mike, and for everybody, everybody yeah. in the store. Your cell phone and Walmart's surveillance system or the mall or whatever store you're in. Um, I'm just using Walmart for an example. That, that system, that camera will talk to your phone. Your phone is in your pocket. It's monitoring your body temperature, your heart rate, and, 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 that, and, and that, that's all going to sink into their system. Okay, so as this 5G technology develops, you're going to walk through Walmart immediately. It's going to talk to your, your wireless device. It's going to know how you're feeling. If you're angry going through the store, immediately it'll know you're angry. That camera will know based off your phone if you're angry, whatever. It's gonna, and that, like, that's just a tip of the iceberg, but it's also going to get itself into this. You'll go to the shelves, okay? Yeah. Uh, it'll it'll memorize your buying tendencies, okay? Right. That's, that's exactly where it's going. You got it, buddy. And and and, he, and here's what it's going to do. Uh, that camera is watching your phone, and it, everybody in the store. This technology, this 5G technology, is so next level. It can moderate and monitor millions of people. So one store of Walmart people isn't anything at all. So everybody in that store is being facially recognized. Their camera's talking to your phone. Now, it's going to get to the point when you pick up an item and you look at an item, that Walmart camera and that cell phone knows that you bought the item, period. You don't have to do anything. 
and you'll walk out of the store with the item, you won't even go to checkout lines anymore, period. Yeah, you'll take right. a whole grocery cart of stuff right out of the store. You won't talk to anybody. You won't have to greet anybody. Nobody's going to have to greet you. And, and everything you're doing is going to be immediately. It's almost like they'll start reading your mind. When you walk into that store, they'll know how long it's been since you got milk. They'll know how long. They'll know everything immediately. They'll immediately. Know and they're putting that in the cars, too, and you're not even going to drive them. You just go That's in, right. you sit in the car, you hit the button, say, I want to go home, and the car takes them. You don't even drive. You don't use the brakes. You don't use the gas or nothing. They're putting that in the cars, too. They already got them in there. They're not, not going to. It's already in there. But you know what's going to happen. You know what is coming. You, you, you don't have to be a rocket science to know. Listen, you're just right down the ignorance. You do not have to be a rocket science to know that you can lose your phone or you can lose your card. So you know what they're going to do? They're going to put that chip in you somewhere along the line. That chip, and according to the Word of God, it will be in the palm of your hand or your forehead, and that's what is going to run you. I even seen in that chip, that they can actually, like, give you energy in your body. That they can do something with that chip and even give you energy. If you're low sure. on energy, it can tell you you need to go stop here and you need to get some electrolytes. Or you need, I mean, it is basically, it is going to make you almost like a computer. Well, it'll be on your, it, it's also going to be, Totally linked in to the medical grid and the hospital grid. Yeah. And if, when I went to the hospital, you can ask Rose. When I went to the hospital last week, when I walked in Broadus, my telephone, you can ask Rose, it popped right up on the screen and said, Hello, Mike, I see you're at Broadus Hospital. That's exactly what my phone said. Yeah. Because I got it set up, because I'm not even worried about the track and stuff, because they know where you're at anyhow. So I got mine on that thing. When I walked in there, that's exactly my phone could have said. It said something like, hello, Mike, I hope you're all right. I see you're at the broadest hospital. <laughs> that's what it said. I told her, can you believe that? And you don't think that? Yeah, so eventually, this is going to. All that technology we're talking about, all that, all that stuff, and you're trying to tell me that they got 264 uh, uh, Congress and senators and House of Representatives and their family and kids and a dump truck and a dump truck jeopardized where they almost all got killed? Come on. I just can't see it, Stevie. I don't know what happened in Virginia. I know it come across the news, but I just don't believe it. I'll have to just wait and see. see I just cannot believe. And it's, I mean, they listen, I don't know if you've ever been down to Greenbrier, but it, you talk about wilderness, buddy. It's back. I mean, there ain't nothing back in White Sulphur Springs. White, White Sulphur Springs and then Greenbrier. And I mean, you are down in the mountains. wonder if that would have happened somewhere on up, on up the line. I, I'm telling you, certain bad things. I just can't see it. That's all. I just can't see it. 
my man. There's no way. You're not going to tell me, man, that they loaded that train up with 600 people, man. And, I mean, and I'm talking about not people like me and you. I'm talking about the highs of the highest. That re- I mean, 260 people that declares what's going to be law and what's not going to be law. And you're going to run them and their families, their kids down the train with no protection. I but anyhow, get off of that because I just want that forever. But I know what you're saying about that. And that technology, I mean, we are so close to that. That's what I'm saying. And this, and the phones is already out. Them phones is already out. So how long is it going to be from this stage? From this stage that you're talking about right now, that stuff's going on right now, how long is it going to be before they say, is it going to be, is Trump going to do it when they, when they give all these uh, – Doctor kids amnesty, and is it going to be during that? Is that what he's going to tell me about to take the ship so we can locate you and know where you're at? I mean, I mean, I'm just telling you because the world is moving so rapid and so fast. It absolutely is, man. And you know, we're running out of time, man. Two hours went by quick today, but. We got a few minutes left. Also, Big Mike, we didn't touch on this yet, but this flu, this flu that's going around. Oh, I had it. It's saying they're saying it's the worst flu season. I guess maybe ever. I don't know, but worst I've had in my life, man. I've never. I'm 61. You like I said I'll be 61 coming up. I've never had the flu like that, man. I got sick on Christmas Day. And I've been sick up until just a few days ago. And I'm telling you, man, it, I I couldn't even get up, hardly get up. All I never had enough strength to get over to the bathroom. I'm serious. I am so serious, man. And I was. it wasn't like I was hacking, snotting, throwing up all that. It just was through my body, aching, hurting so bad, not sleeping at nighttime. I mean, I did have head congestion and, and you know, the, the snot, I had a little bit of that in the ear right there, but I'm telling you, man, I could not shake it. I could not get rid of it. And I'll tell you how I got rid of it, man. And this, I just, I'm just testifying to you. I hadn't been reading my Bible because, you know, when you take a bunch of medicine like that, it's hard to even concentrate on reading. Like, I would turn my telephone on. I'd just get someone to read the Bible to me. But I, I mean, I was so sick, I couldn't get to my phone. I mean, I was sick, man. I'm serious. And uh, I got up one night, and I thought I was going to die, man. I just thought, I can't, I'm not going to go baby, go another step, man. I, I'm in trouble. And I rushed over my dresser and opened up my Bible, and I flipped, just flipped it right open. And when I looked down there, this is what the Word of God said. John. John, I'm not even for sure what part of John it is. I think the 15th chapter of John, I think it is. It said, and this is a familiar scripture, and I'm sure you've heard it many times and preached on it. This is what it said. It said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask my father for anything and he'll grant it to you. And I, man, it just grabbed a hold of me and I just laid down and said, Father, 
your son's words abide in me, and I know I abide in him, and I need healing in my body. I need healing. I'm asking you for healing. And according to your word, you said that if we abide in each other, we could ask you for anything, and I need healing in my body. And through the night, the fever broke on me. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I started getting better and better, and I'm feel great today, buddy. And I'm telling you, man, I was I've been sick. I'm not even having no. I don't care about football anyhow, but I always have a little thing. My grandkids and all of them come down for football. You know, I've been doing that even when I lived down there where you was at. I've been doing that for 25 years. I don't even really care about the game. I just do it for the fellowship and carry on. Kids shoot pool when we play around, stuff like that. I'm not even having one this year. I, I've done for that on Facebook. I just put, man, I just I don't have it. And so many people, Stevie, is sick, and the kids have got the stomach flu and all that stuff. I, I mean, I just felt that in my spirit, man, not this year. So I just thought, well, ain't no sense of bringing all that stuff up here, man. I just got over the flu. It, yeah, i it's it's something, and there's there's people out there, man, and they're saying that uh, I know this gets into conspiratorial talk, but they're saying, man, that the government's putting this stuff in these chemtrails, these yeah. airplanes are flying over, yeah. and these big yeah. these big chemtrails you see that don't make sense, and they don't look right, and they're everywhere, yeah. man. There's pe- there's people believe they're releasing this stuff in the air, man. I believe it. I mean, I know it. I know they laugh at us. I know. I know people right now, when they hear us on here talking about that, they will completely crack up. That's all right. It's the truth. I know it's the truth. It's going on. I believe it. I believe with all my, without a, a doubt in my mind, that stuff is going on. My wife wouldn't take that shot. She knows what's in that. That she ain't taking that shot. She ain't taking it. Because I'm telling you, one of my best friends that me and Rose grew up with, he got it real bad. Went right over here to the veterans hospital. He's a vet, and he told them. They said you got the flu, and they told him you would be better off. That we'll give you the stuff. You would be better off to go back home as to stay here at the hospital. We have an epidemic up here on the flu. They give him the stuff because it turned into ammonia, and he lasted two days and died. Is that right? A Ruby Memorial, they got a tent out on the parking lot. My brother said they set up a big tent out there. And when you go over there, if you, you got to go through that tent or whatever. If you got, like, flu symptoms and that, they treat you that tent, and then you got to go back home. They don't even let you go in the hospital that it's that bad. Ain't that something? That is. My brother Tommy told me in Hagerstown, he said, it, he said, you actually have to give an appointment. Now, this here was a week ago. He told me that you have to give an appointment at the Hagerstown Hospital, as big as that hospital is, you have to have an appointment to get in the emergency room. You can't just go up and go in the emergency room. If you got, if, I mean, if you got, like, flu symptoms or anything, like that, that's how he said it's terrible down there, buddy. Wow. So you're looking for me from right here to Hagerstown, you're probably looking at two hundred miles away. That flu is terrible, man. And so 
And I'm like you about the cam trails. My wife, man, she reads about all that stuff. And she really, really does believe the same way you do. They're putting that stuff out there in the air. I mean, <laughs> what's your thought on it? Well, I totally believe that. I've listen. I've even taken pictures of chemtrails. Mm-hmm. I, I've looked up at the sky and see, seen so many crazy looking trails. Mm-hmm. It's not normal. It's right. absolutely not normal. And I've did videos on them. I've taken pictures and said, "Listen, this isn't right." They're, listen, no, no, you're not going to tell me that all these trails, one after another, and sideways and looks like a grid. They're crossing over each other, just up there staying in the sky half the day. Just not mm-hmm. normal. Just not normal. And another jet will go by, and it's got a trail behind it, and it just goes in the vapor, and you don't even see it no more. And them other ones stay up there all day long. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. I, I believe what you're saying, Stevie. I believe it. Well, we're going to have to jump off here. Sweet Big Mike. I want to talk a little bit about this. Uh, and I know people are really going to think we've lost it. But uh, I, want to talk, I want to talk a little bit about how very, 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 very educated and smart people are now saying that the ancient Hebrew model of the earth is right. Mm-hmm. And the Copernicus... that that theory is wrong. And now they're saying the earth is on four pillars, just like the Bible says. There's a dome of water over it, separated by three fingers. And, hey, this flat earth society has not went away. So next week, we'll talk about it a little bit here. The Pastor Stevie Show. Um... Big Mike, we're going to have to log off. Is there anything you want to add to today's show? Anything you want to say before we go? All I can say is get a double seat belt and hang on for the long ride. That's right, man. Well, listen, we thank you for joining us. We want to give you a chance to accept Jesus Christ before we go off the air because there's nothing more important than that. That's where it all begins, and that's where it all ends. So if you'd like to accept Christ into your heart, something you've been thinking about, maybe God's been dealing with you, just say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I come before you right now. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I've committed sins. But I believe, Jesus, that you died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that you rose again from the dead. And I believe your blood is the only thing that can forgive my sins. So I ask you to wash me in the blood you shed on the cross. Come into my heart. Be my Savior and write my name down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Holy Spirit, I ask you to fill me. Baptize me with fire and power. Take control of my life. Satan, I renounce you. You did not die for me. I will not live for you. And this day forward, my life belongs to Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, I pray all these things by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. Well, friends, we believe if you said that prayer and you meant it in your heart, you got born again, find a good Bible-believing church to get into. We are very, very thankful that you chose to be with us for a couple hours today, whether you're listening to this at home or in your car, MP3, jogging down the trail. It's really a privilege for us to spend some time with you. So until next week, we'll try to be on Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll do our best. Big Mike, you're going to have to keep me honest with that now. All right, man. You hang in there. All right. I love you, Big Mike. 
Ladies and Love gentlemen, box now.